Well, we are live from a cold, but a vibrant Oakland's Junction for the second day of the Nutrient Standard Bread sale. Um, it's a big show. We, we are going to go behind the scenes to tell you the stories of these amazing people that prepare these yearlings in the harness racing world for sale today. And they are some wonderful characters to have a chat to this morning. So looking forward to that. We'll talk a little bit of footy as well. And we'll find your winner with the Ballarat preview and the Gallops and also a big form express as we go around the nation. But let's welcome in the team. Adam Hamilton has joined me um, for the last couple of days here at Oakland's Junction and he is back. But he's learned his lesson a little bit. He is rugged up. Hello, Adam. <laughs> I was going to say, the clothing has changed yes. a little bit from day one <laughs> to day two. And yes, I have learned my lesson. Uh, as much as I like to wear a suit to these uh, events, I've ditched it and I've put on the puffer jacket today. Mark Barton, the boss of Nutrient Standard Bread, joins me as well live here from our broadcast spot at Oakland's Junction. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. It's, uh, it is certainly chilly, but lovely to be here. People are starting to roll up now. The, the sale starts at 11 o'clock day two, so... I'm excited about day two of the sales. Um, the first day was a little slow to start, but it built some wonderful momentum towards the end of the sale. Your expectations this morning and as we get into the afternoon? Yeah, look, really exciting this morning. It's cold. There's uh, plenty of coffee being bought, but yep. there's um, great to see some of those New South Wales trainers, some of those uh, Menengel-based guys that raced there last evening, and they're um, here today, and they're um, hoping to do some business. Yeah, look, and we're going to see action early. So that momentum we got towards the end where we hit the Queenslander Shannon Price paying the 100000 for the Captain Treacherous out of Musical Delight. Uh, we had Wayne Loder um, from New South Wales. Really strong um, interstate representation amongst the buyers last night. Wayne Loder paying the 95000 for the Better's Delight out of that wonderful race mare, Christian Cullen race mare in Make Mine Cullen. That gave us the momentum. Then when you look at the catalogue, you see early on, in the first 10, 15 minutes, we're going to be seeing this uh, Better's Delight Golden Goddess Lot 107 step out. And let's be honest, for three or four days, people have been saying, could this be the sales topper? Yeah, look, it's, it's good to be able to set the scene early. Um, I think the, the last half of the catalogue yesterday was really um, exciting to see things start to build momentum. And, and look, it's like we talked about where you've got a page when the horse matches that page and um, I think um, that our golden goddess um, uh, Colt really does match his page. It was a 69%, 70% clearance rate there yesterday $1.8 million gross there for those horses that went through the, the ring and an average of $27,000 you expect that will rise dramatically for the final session? Yeah, look, I, I think the Sunday session, as the, the way that the numbers have fallen, um there's a lot of good horses here today, and I think um, clearance rates from what fell on the fall of the hammer, we did a lot of business last night. We, uh, we got a few of those other horses sold. I'd like to see that number increase a good yep. 10% over the balance of the uh, the sale. Looking um, forward to lot 120 as well. Yes. Um, this is out of who's been the darling of Australian um, breeding and pixel perfect, this uh, former Australian uh, Australasian broodmare of the year, I think she was. Um, this is a betting line out of Pixel Perfect, uh, Soho, Tribeca, Carla's Pixel, and they're only the headline acts out of, out of a stunning page in the book. Yeah, and, and look, even a couple of lots later, you've got uh, Lauriston had a good day yesterday. Uh, they've got another one at 122. Um, and, yeah, we saw Queen of Pops' um, uh, daughter, Just Hope, win the gold tiara there a couple of weeks ago. So there's a, a well set in 122, uh, another um, Queen of Pop daughter that um, 
I think it's going to get a bit of interest. Yeah, Queenie Queenie Pop herself, of course, winning an Australian gold final and a really good early goer for for the Quinlans. Um, yeah, they did have a good time, Lauriston, didn't they? And they've got a strong representation. I know Gareth's still in talks with Lauriston about the <laughs> the ladies in red, which uh, didn't quite meet their expectations. Um, the half to ladies in red, but uh, might be able to get a deal done there, Gareth. You and you and I'd love to be part of her going ahead. We'll cross our fingers and toes, and I think there'll be a lot of people that, if we do get that deal done, that will um, be ringing us up wanting to join the party with that ladies in red um, half there, of course, by American Ideal. Yeah, and the other thing we noticed yesterday is, that, so this is a little bit of a groundbreaking sale over here in that we've got the trotters and the pacers together. Now, the trotters were really strong. Yabby Dams led the way, yep. and they really put the shoulders back with a couple of lots coming up today. There's a colt, Father Patrick Colt, out of Unbelalur. Um Anton Galino, when I spoke to him on Friday, said, wait for this, this is the best colt we've ever bred. That's what he said out there at Yabby Dam. So it's lot 177. And then straight after they walk it off the stage, out comes the Trixton out of Glen, Glen Ferry, Unixa, a filly. And it is the, basically the same family, the mother of, um, of, uh, Unbelalur, obviously. So, and this filly, uh, Anton said is, she's the best filly that we've got at the sales. Put it this way, you do not want to be in the bar when lot 177 comes no. through the ring. <laughs> and then lot 188, because, um, you will be kicking yourself and the big guns in the trotting world, not only here in Australasia, but worldwide, will be having a look at these two trotters because what Pat Driscoll has been able to do with his vision, and his ambitions is that he has made this trotting caper the the, the world a lot smaller. Well, look, look we're, at we're breeding world class trotters now in this country in this state of Victoria. Which, if you told people that they could turn up to a sale here in Melbourne at Oakland's Junction and buy the quality of these trotting. Um, um, yearlings that have been on offer here by Nutrient, people would have thought you were crazy. Well, we spoke to Chris Lang yesterday, Chris Lang Senior, didn't we? And, and he said, I never thought I'd see this day. This yeah. is a guy who's travelled the world. He took Sundon's gift over to run in a in an elite lop. He visited all the top properties. And, and he said, I dreamt one day we'd get to this, and we have. And look, the averages for the trotting colts were, were only around a drink short of what the pacing colts were, and that yeah. says it all, doesn't it? I think one of the important things, I know up in the rostrum when um, Paddock come in and you'd see yeah, one of these superbly bred horses come in and I'd say um, instructions, he said sell, unreserved. Yeah. Like, and that was the attitude of Yabby Dan. Yeah. Look, we want to see these horses out in the market, which is really um, fantastic my, from a vendor. My goal today is, and they tell me I'm 100 to 1, but Pat Driscoll has got some story to tell, a boy from Sanana that's made it big in, in, in business and obviously can live his dream by um, spending up on, on the standard breads with developing Yabby Dam Farms. But he's also got into the thoroughbred industry. He's got 50 inter- thoroughbreds. Yeah, in the industry as well. So I would love to catch up with him for an interview. I know that he is... Um, I don't know, he's reluctant to do media interviews, but today is my day that I try and persuade him, Adam. No, I did, I, I did speak to him once, but it was yep. a fair while ago. So. <laughs> I, I think he's got a very um, able um, companion in, um, in Anton. That, yes. Um, he knows the horses backwards, and um, it's often there's a lot goes on behind the scenes that um, Pat 
he's a thinker and he does. He's given us a lot of help with the way we've structured this sale. He's been a terrific um, sounding board with the voice of reason. And on. Gareth, you know Anton spent time with some of the greatest horsemen yes. in the world over there in Scandinavia and France and over in America as well. Uh, he came back here, Anton, and he was he moved back to New South Wales and he was he was the farrier in demand. Um, I know the McCarthy team used him a lot and, and then he got a nice pacer and then the opportunity came up to, to move down here and 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 run what is a remarkable setup. Um, I, I'm I'm embarrassed to say I haven't been out to Yabby Dams yet, but I've certainly seen all the incredible footage of the place. Now, we're lucky to be here on RSZ 97 to bring this coverage to our listeners for the next hour and a half because we've said this on, on numerous occasions. We've been out and about at sales with Matty Drew, our technician, around the country. Um, we missed the Magic Millions this year, but we're over in, in Sydney, up there in Sydney there, of course, for the, the Easter sales the premier sales here in Melbourne and the best part about doing these live broadcasts is that we have a roving microphone and we'll be able to go around and, and catch up with the people who put this show on who provide the show for us that love the, the, the trots or the thoroughbreds because they provide the horses to race so we can have a punt on so that's the story at the end of the day but the, the hard work and uh, the dedication and the love and the passion they put into this um, to get these horses here and then to sell them and then to watch them go on and hopefully have a wonderful racing career. It's, well, a, it's a story behind the story, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. we spend most of our life at the racetrack celebrating the great racing moments. But for a lot of people in this industry, this is their race day. Yep. So this is the moment all of their work comes to fruition when they sell the horse. The next chapter is when they let go of the horse and give it to someone else to race. So we'll take the microphone as they're going into the, to the ring. Uh, we'll get the emotion before, the nerves, the anticipation. Um, and then, obviously, when they're sold, we'll um, have the sale and then the response and uh, their, their emotions after their horses go through the ring. And there's Ben Shannon Price was pretty emotional she last was, night, wasn't she? she? Down from Queensland yeah. and shelled out the 100. What a great story. She said... I was the underbidder on Lazarus at yeah. 75000 and I went back, I, I spoke to, I think she said she spoke to her mum, and she said, oh, what, do you, what do you mean you didn't buy it? Go no, and, Dad. Go, go and buy it. Go and get the job sorted. So she went back off at 85, another 10, and they said, sorry, no. we've just distributed all the shares. So she said it went on won 4.5 million bucks after that so yeah. she said I wasn't going to miss out on this Captain Treacherous uh, last and, night and market Nutrient obviously this is their first standard bread sale so there's history made in Melbourne yep. in the last couple of days Nutrient are famous for um, running sales in Tamworth and they're selling livestock uh, if it's cattle or rodeo horses and um, I've got to learn a little bit about what, what Nutrient sell as well. Oh, because, properties yeah, as well, yeah, don't you? Yep. Yeah, regarding the stock horses and all that, because they say it's something a little bit different because um, the way that you go about it in Tamworth. But how have you found selling harness racing horses and meeting the people of this board? Yeah, look, it's been... Yeah, I've been around a little while now, but it's been probably one of the, the, the bigger challenges I've taken on. Um, I got away from being in the corporate as, as an executive of the company for about three years ago, and... This presented itself about two years ago, so it's almost when I was ready for a challenge, and it has been a challenge to to be credible to learn the learn the product. And I guess you don't do that if you're not committed. And it's taken time, and we've got a lot to learn. I know I've bounced off you guys to get some help on some of the history of some of these these families, but the the fundamentals are the same. I talk to our guys about 
these people breeding horses, they're like our other business. They're primary producers. They produce a product that's value-added. And I guess that's it. In our other business, we go to feedlotters or we talk to processors about the red meat industry. But in this case, it's trainers and owners that actually value-adding the, uh, the horse. And I get a real kick out of that. When you see someone buy steer wieners and, and produce a, a premium product, We've got the same potential with these young young yearlings that are going to be... A, there's premium product there that um, I, I think, to take your hat off, 10.30, 11 o'clock last night, there's guys turning the lights off in the stable and getting some sleep. At 5.30 this morning, these horses are getting fed before they feed themselves. And yeah. that, like you said, the dedication of how they produce their primary products, why racing so well situated, I think, for the harness, um, harness world. There's something special about the people on the land, isn't there, Mark? Yeah, and, and that's why... Uh, People say oh, you don't get a job in um, in rural services or in ag agriculture to make a lot of money, but it's what's what's your what's your core drivers or how do you measure, measure success? We'll measure success by the relationships we're building. And I know some of my guys are from Southern Queensland that asked if they would be able to come down here to, to understand it, and they're ta they're blown away by the, the the type of horse that's here. That they're, they're a real athlete. They're, they're more refined. They said, look, they're more thoroughbred in type than what yeah. they thought they'd you, be. You've got people that work for Nutrien that have um, arrived here in Melbourne from northern Queensland that have driven to Brisbane, caught a plane, then will fly back to Brisbane, and then they have to drive another, what, 1,000 k's to attend a cattle sale. Uh, a, a cattle sale. Look, one, one of our auctioneers, um, Dane Pierce, he runs our northern Australian um, seed stock business for... Yeah, a lot of his bread and butter is selling Brahmin bulls yeah. and, and, you know, Voss Indicus bulls. He will get on a plane and be at Wandoan in central Queensland and start selling at midday tomorrow. Wow. So, selling bulls. That's, uh, That's unbelievable. Incredible dedication, isn't it? You, I know you've got a, a massive team of staff here. You've, you've basically booked out the Mantra Hotel at Epping, I think, for all of your people. And, and that's great camaraderie, isn't it? It's, it? In some ways, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a work get together at the same time, isn't it? Absolutely. And we've got, uh, we've got a group of guys, a couple of them have actually, you know, at Marcus Oldham at Geelong. That yeah, I'm, at... I'm from Geelong. I know Marcus Oldham really well. Yeah. yeah, well, my, my son's here working this weekend and he's a graduate of Marcus and then, we pick up a couple of those guys at Tamworth and they said, look, any chance we could get a little bit of beer money if we came and spot a few kids? <laughs> There's a crew from Marcus here from Geelong, so they'd be enjoying the weather. And before we let you leave, the hardest worker here for Nutrin is your father at 87 years of age that hasn't missed a beat since I've been here. And In fact, he was he was picking up some horse poo as I walked to our broadcast spot and I said, g'day, Albardo, and he... And, um, he had a few beers and he was freezing there last night. But I, I think that what, um, to me, what these sales are all about, like the, your old man who, who um, just loves coming here, talking to people and, and working hard. Yeah, look, Dad loves it. He's grown up with a horse. He, unfortunately, he lost his father young and he actually went on the road as a drover at the age of 13. Yeah. And wow. So from 13, he was living on a horse. So it's uh, anything where there's a horse involved, Dad's there. And um, I'd like to think I've got some say, but he's in charge. <laughs> I think he'd love the passion of the people here, wouldn't he? Yeah, look, he, he, he loves... He loves people and, mm. and he loves horses, so this is um, ticking every box for him. We wish you the best of luck on day two of the standard bread sales here with Nutrient. Mark, thanks for your time, mate. We'll catch up with you throughout this broadcast. We finish up at 12 o'clock, but I think the last hour is going to be some entertainment because we'll have that roving microphone and we'll be out and about amongst everybody um, catching up with some of the major players and listening. Yeah, I'm going to join you for that. I've, yep. I've got to duck off now and uh, we're going to do a, a half-hour preview of this uh, last day of the sales.
Miles, but uh, I'll look forward to being with you for uh, for that first hour of action. And as I said, lot 107, there's a couple of lots out before it, so I reckon about 11.15, 11.20 we'll be starting to see the, the, the rocks, the rock goddess of yes. the sales come into the ring. Just a, an aside, it was nice to see one of our buyers that uh, won the Mildura Cup last night too, I guess. Danny Gareth. Zav. Yes. What, what, a, what about that? So he's just bought, he's bought the three lots. He told us Joanna, his wife, said, Fifty thousand max spend yep. on night one. <laughs> he spent one hundred and ninety-one, and then just as he was signing the checks for you guys, he I heard him going, "Go Mac, go yeah. Mac!" And Mac Dan gets up and wins a Mildura Cup for him. Thank God, Mac Dan won the the, the Mildura, Mildura Cup for him because then obviously Joanne can soften the blow a little bit when he when he explains how much he actually spent. In fact, he didn't tell Joanne, but he's just driving to Lake's entrance as we speak, and they've had the radio on, and he's just got caught out. We've sold, we've, we've <laughs> sold out. We've like, sold out. Like having your mate on speaker when you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Good on you, Mark. Thank you, mate. We'll catch up with you a little later on, um, Adam. Thanks, Gareth. Stay warm.